0: Welcome along to NUFC Matters. It is Those Were The Days with George as we uh, head into those wonderful 90s. And, uh, George, where are you taking us today?
1: 91, 92. Um, and uh, I've talked on here about some some years that were important to Newcastle United. I think this this was uh, a turnaround year. This This really set the set the bar for the future in my opinion uh, as you'll probably discover as we go through um where we were we in terms of uh, life in general well if if you're a um, music fan um brian adams uh, everything i do i do for you was top of the pops for weeks um i remember going to uh, a pantomime at the empire at suland with with all the cubs and scouts we hired the whole place, uh, and the uh, principal boy. That was that was his. That was her song. Everything I do for you. And as soon as she started singing, three thousand kids joined in. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think she, I don't think she was best pleased. It was a big number, and she had three thousand kids joining in. Anyway, uh, that was Brian Adams. Uh, black and white. Michael Jackson. Losing my religion. R.E.M. And uh, Joyride, Roxette, Roxette by Joyride, um, great, some great music there. And in terms of the films, well, it was Home Alone was the big, big one, plus Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia couldn't be shifted as the top movie for about four, four months. It was, it was just so. And, and yet, I didn't, I didn't see it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, four months they couldn't shift it so home home alone was the big one anyway right 1991 92 um on the field as our dealers manager with a with a very young squad a lot of local lads getting a chance but playing brilliant football uh, but shipping goals like like nobody's business and it, it was a worry the way the fans supported what was happening on the field in terms of co- turning up um but uh, even the best fans could see that uh, unless something was done, to ship, the go, stop shipping the goals were in trouble. Anyway, we, we started the season our usual way, host of uh, uh, friendlies in, in in Sweden and Norway, um, uh, M- Mowgli, R- Reinikling, um, Sil- Sylvia, Hilly, Copping, uh, Rimbo. And in between, Darlington, Morton, Falkirk, and Ushpech Stoja came and, and did a friendly. So we had 10, 10 friendlies before we kicked a ball uh, in, in in the league. Um, however, um, it was the way we were in those days. It did seem to be a, a, a pattern we followed, and uh, uh, but it, it just. Uh, It's amazing that that they did that um, year after year. Um, So anybody that uh, was in that squad, by the time we came to start the season, they must have been fit. Um, Right. um, First uh, game was uh, an away game at Charlton Athletic. And uh, at the Valley, yeah, that's a nice one. And um, uh, Ozzy picks the team. Uh, Pavel, Stevie Watson, Robbie Elliott, Liam O'Brien, Kevin Scott, Darren Bradshaw, Lee Clark, Gavin Peacock, Mickey Quinn and Franz Carr. Kevin Brock and uh, David Roach were the substitutes. Um, Charlton Athletic with uh, um, two joint managers, um, Alan Kerbishley and and... Uh, Steve Gray. Um, it was an experiment they tried, um, and uh, for a while it worked, but eventually there's got to be one boss, and, and it, it was ended up Steve Kirby. But never mind. The team, well, some names, big names in terms of football Bob Boulder and Goal, Fletcher, Gat, Gatling, the brother of the cricketer, Minto Peak, um, Steve Grit, Colin Walsh, and a young man called Rob Lee uh playing play in mid, midfield uh, john bumstead and gary nelson a team of a mixture of up and comings and and, and has beens but a, a good football side nonetheless um we went there to uh, the valley and uh nine thousand in the ground and uh well we we didn't do very well we 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 lost two one um the um there were two goals up by seventy minutes, and just just at the death, eighty six minutes, France Carr got a consolation for us, but it was a consolation. We, we, we just we just never got in the game after that. Um, so we came home to uh, a home game against Watford, um, and uh, now that's uh, I think that's from the Valley. Uh, that, that, yeah, that, I think it is. That's Charlton. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, home game against Watford, and uh, obviously everybody's hoping that we get off to a winning way in, in the home games. Um, we uh, same team picked uh, by Ozzy Ozzy Adelis, um, and uh, changes the subs, but otherwise the team's the same. Steve Perryman's the the manager of Watford, the ex Spurs player. In gold, David James, a well-known name even now. Um, uh, Darren Bardsley, right back. Nigel Gibbs, ex-Arsenal, um, and a whole host of others. Peter Nicholas, uh, Trevor Putney, Gary Porter, Steve Butler, all from London clubs uh, and moved across to Watford, sort of on their way down, really. Uh, but the danger, man, was it was a West Indian called Luther Blissett, and he tended to be centre forward, uh, but he was always a handful. Um, twenty two thousand four hundred at the game, and uh, we go off to a brilliant start. There's a there's a injury early on, and Andy Hunt comes on, and uh, he scores in in the tenth minute. Um, Nick Peter Nicholas equalizes twenty seven, and then the same of the Blizzard I've just talked about puts them two one in the lead and uh on 56 minutes and lo and behold lee clark on 57 minutes gets the equalizer and and it's pretty ding dong from then but uh neither side could statue winner, us so we, we end up with a 2-2 draw which is at least gets a point on the board my well, next game is the away game at middlesbrough um the Tain uh tees derby i likely call it still uh and uh Middlesbrough regarded as one of the hot favourites for promotion. Uh, you couldn't say that about ourselves. So Aussie sends an unchanged team um, and uh, hopes that that'll be enough to turn Middlesbrough over. Middlesbrough, um, some great names Stephen Pierce, uh, Gary Parkinson, who, who latterly has been making a name for himself in, in, in management, Tony Mowbray, of course. Um, Robbie who was always the thorn on our side from midfield, always managed to score goals. Mark Proctor, Stuart Ripley, a, a flying right winger, John Henry, who we got to get to know very, very well. Um, and uh, uh, Paul Wilkinson on the left. Uh, some dangerous players in that side. Well, we go to Ayrson Park, 16,900 in the ground and... Uh, we we'll get a three 0 three nil uh, defeat. It, 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 we're really not in this game. Um, Paul Wiltonson in 28 minutes, Mark Proctor 64 minutes, and Willie Falkland in 81 just wraps it up three 0 and it was comfortable for Middlesbrough. And if you're a Newcastle fan, it was too comfortable. That was that was that was the worry. Uh, the, the defeat's bad enough, but when it's uh, so comfortable, it's easy. Um, you worry about that. Um, we then go to Bristol Rovers um, and, uh, well, everybody's hopeful that we may get something out of this one. They're they not uh, pulling up trees and, and, and uh, fairly new to this division. Uh, Six to at the game. Uh, Aussie sends an unchanged team. Subs um, uh, change. Andy Nelson comes in uh, and Lee Makel uh, comes in as sub. Um, Bristol Rovers. It's difficult to find um, um, players that are known those days. Never mind these days. But there are one or two old stages like uh, Jeff Twentyman who played for Liverpool for years. Andy Boothrow, and there's a name that if you watch England uh, under twenty ones and twenty threes, Andy Boothrow has been the manager of of those at some some t- some stages. Um, Ian Ian Wilmot uh, was a dangerous player, and Andy Rees. But other than that, the the names were were, um, anonymous to uh, to football fans generally, but uh, they weren't a bad side. Anyway, we go to Bristol, um, 6,500 in the ground, as I say, and uh, Liam O'Brien, with a typical uh, header from a corner on 44 minutes, gives with a lead. And then on 50, 54 minutes, Mickey Quinn with a um, uh, a snatch inside the box again from a corner Makes it 2-0 And we're, we're coasting to a nice win And then on 88 minutes, uh, Ju- Justin Skinner gets the consolation for Bristol And from then on, it's backs to the wall because uh, they really have a go at us But we, we hold on for the 2-1 win, which is uh, um, keeps everybody happy the next game's a home game against Plymouth Argyle. Um, Plymouth always a good football inside, always entertaining to see. And uh, we, Aussie uh, Fields, uh, a strong team. Um, he, he's got Gavin Peacock in as usual, but early on, Gavin gets an injury and Andy Hunt comes on. Um, and. Uh, David Roach is, is the uh, is the other uh, substitute. Um, Plymouth Argyle is managed by David Kemp, who's an ex-player of theirs, and uh, um, they have one or two uh, players that um, um, are known because of their previous career more than anything. Um, Dwight Marshall, uh, good attacker. Um, Steve Morgan, good good winger. Uh, from Manchester uh, and uh, uh, Adrian Burrows from 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 London uh, at fullback. So, but they, they, they're a tidy side, and I'm doing too badly considering that they're not uh the only new to the division. It's good game. Um, David Selman of uh, of Plymouth puts them in the lead at 41 minutes. It's two uh, 0 after 62 minutes And everybody thinks, well, this is this is not going well for us And then France Carr in 81 minutes Gets a, a typical France Carr goal He, he runs half the length of the field before he slots it in Then in 85 minutes Mickey Quinn from a scrappy corner With the balls bouncing about the penalty area Like a pinball makes it 2-2 So we end up coming away with a 2-2 with a draw When we, we didn't really look like we were going to get anything out of this game um we're then away to Tramye Rovers. Um Tramier again, new to this division, um, but never easy to beat on our own turf. Um and we go there with an unchanged side. Um, the only changes are the substitutes, and uh, uh Kevin Brooks back on and David uh, Roche's back on as substitutes. Um teams unchanged, um Kevin Scott's the captain, uh, which is interesting considering our discussions elsewhere about centre-half being captain. Well, Aussie decided that Kevin Scott would be the one and the local lad as well. 11,500 at the game of Tramere. Now, that's a lot for them. If you've ever been to Tramere, it isn't a huge ground. 11,500 would just about fill it. And I suspect we had a good proportion of that crowd. Um, Tramere team, well... As, as usual because it's on Merseyside It's littered with ex-Merseyside players Eric Nixon and Goal for example uh, Mark Hughes at, uh, uh, Playing in the side Steve Vickers um, uh, John Montgomery David Martindale And John Aldridge at, at the Ex-Liverpool centre forward So they, it, they, they've got some tidy players Alright some of them are, are On the wrong side of 30 But they're still a tidy side um get off to a um poor start, Chris Megan scores on 18 minutes for them. Um and then 42 minutes just be half t- half time. Liam O'Brien uh gets an equalizer. And with the last kick of the half, Lee Clark makes it two-one to us, and everybody thinks, well, this is this is going well. Well, after after half time, Tram may come out and they're a different side. And Tony Thomas and Steve Vickers on. 59 and 86 minutes make it three to the tram here and after that we went we never really looked like getting anything out of the game uh we, we, we uh second best all over the place next game is home game against wolves and uh always an attract attractive fixture with 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 wolves um not going to be easy because they're also being touted as possible uh Champions promotion candidates out of the second division Um 20 21,000 in the crowd uh, Aussie's team Um Pavel Cernacek, Robbie Elliott Liam O'Brien, Kevin Scott David Bradshaw, Lee Clark Kevin Brock Gavin Peacock Franz Carr And Andy Hunt Um And uh, He's, uh, again, littered with young young, young players and, and and playing attractive football For Wolverhampton Wanderers Well, some of the names Mike Stowell, well, played in goal for them for years And Mark Venus, who was, was around for years um, Keith Downing uh, in then Midfield Whose uh, father was a, a Middlesbrough manager Tim Steele, Paul Cook And Steve Bull, sent centre forward, who was, uh, well, just a goal machine, a goal machine. And uh, Andy Mutch, who played for them. Now, Andy Much, the physiotherapist at Newcastle for a lot of years, and when I was a junior, was Alec Much. And Alec Much was Andy Much's grandfather. Uh, There's that family connection. Anyway, um, so I say 20,100 in the ground. And uh, we're uh, not doing very well, but uh, even worse after half time 49 minutes. Kevin Scott scores an own goal on a corner, and then Steve Bull from another corner, bullet header, which he was which is trademark, 73 minutes, and it's 2 0. On 83 minutes, there's um, an own goal from, from Madison in, in, in the Bulls' defense, and for five of the last eight minutes that was left we at least give it a go it, it was exciting but we couldn't get anything out of it and we lose we lose 2-1 um next game's at home game with with Ipswich and uh it's uh, a reflection of how things are going crowd 16000 um unchanged team uh, from uh Aussie Ardilis um, Ipswich Town. Well, uh, the, the, they've got um, John Lyle, ex-West Ham man, as their manager, and he's re- he's reforming the team. Uh, but there's one or two names names in that uh, um, people might remember, like Paul Goddard, um, um, Chris Colombia, uh, and one of the first uh, uh, Dutch players to play for them Zonder Van. And David Linegan All, all names that uh, were were well known and, and for good football as well um, We uh, get off to a bad start Chris kiyotko yeah. Uh Takes a free kick and bang 37 minutes were a goal down However, um, we really give it a go The, the lads are trying hard And on uh, 80, uh, 68 minutes Gavin Peacock's going through and Would certainly have scored uh, but he was pulled down, and up stepped Mickey Quinn to make it one-one. So at least a point, uh, you know, to 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 get something out of the game. We then away to uh, Millwall, and uh, the Lions. Uh, um, clubs with great traditions. Uh, you know, I always think, you know, traditions are all sorts of things. But uh, it's it's real football fans, most of them, some of them a bit potty, but still football fans 9100 at the game and the statistic that's worrying is that we're we're sitting bottom of the league we're 22nd which is uh, not very uh, not very comfortable uh, will millwall managers are well known bruce rioch ex uh, um arsenal and, um, derby county captain and scottish player um and there's others in the team that uh, uh raise eyebrow like the centre half Mick McCarthy um the on the right side of the midfield Ian Bogie who's with us and on the right wing Paul Stevenson who who's the product of Newcastle United so, well there's there's lots of uh, in, in the match to uh, interest people um slight changes from Ozzy Cernicek Andy Nelson's in Mark Stimson who was just bought Liam O'Brien, Kevin Scott, Darren Bradshaw, Lee Clark, Gavin Peacock, Mickey Quinn, Andy Walker, who's uh, a, a young professional just signed, and Kevin Brock. Um, it, it, they play good good football. It's a good entertaining game. seven minutes, Andy Nelson puts us 1-0 up from a corner. Um, Paul Kerr from Millwall um, um, equalises with, with, from a corner for them. Uh, just after two minutes after we do and uh um right at the death Paul Kerr again, uh runs through our defense and, and slots at home and it's two one and, and they don't even have time to kick off after the goal goes in uh, and the referee ends the game and, and we've we've lost uh, we've lost two one well and truly um we uh we then um go to crew it's the league cup second round at uh they decide crew decide to uh because their own ground was was being refurbished and uh they they couldn't get many people in so they asked crystal palace if they could use their ground now in those days people did that some of the some of the lower teams and non-league teams if there was a big ground near asked for permission to play their game their home game at that ground and this was Crew asking Crystal Palace at seller's Park, can we come and play this game, this uh, second round uh, league cup tie against Newcastle. And they got 5,000 at the game. Aussie um, sends an unchanged team. The fact that it's crew doesn't phase uh, him, he just sends the same team. And then Crewe, who are um, managed by someone who managed a lot of teams in the south, Got a great name as a coach, Dario Gradi was, was his name, um, linked mostly with QPR really, uh, but a, but a good name as a coach and coached a lot of uh, teams in the south and think for a short while was involved with the uh, the set in England the, the the younger English teams, um, the uh, crew team well um, Callahan who used to be a, a Liverpool player Rob Jones ex Liverpool. Um, Rob Edwards, ex-Manchester uh, um, Stuart Evans, ex-Liverpool uh, So it, it, a side of uh, uh, up-and-comings and, 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 and has-beens but, but a side that was uh, playing attractive football The um, game went uh, uh, horribly wrong at the beginning When Stuart Evans, on 13 and 14 minutes Put Crew 2-0 in the lead and uh, as if that wasn't bad enough uh, Aaron Callaghan, uh, Callahan, the ex Liverpool man Made it 3-0 And uh, it, it looked like it was a, a disaster for Newcastle um, However, on uh, 30 minutes Andy Hunt gets a goal Kevin Peacock on 42 So we go in at half-time 3-2 instead of 3-0 um, And then just to... Uh, Add grist to the mill, Gavin Peacock on seventy-four and eighty-four minutes gets two more, has a hat trick, and gets with a win, four-three, which is heaves uh, a huge sigh of relief from uh, from the fans from the Gallagher Gallagher corner. We're now at uh, at home to Derby in the league, um, seventeen thousand in the gate in the ground, and. Uh, um, Aussie sends out uh, an unchanged team, and uh, Derby County now managed by a man called Arthur Cox, who we uh, we know quite well at Newcastle, um, and some names in his team. Peter Shelton and goal. I love the way this 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 company that writes this stuff. Sometimes, I don't know why they do it, but some players get the whole whole name. Peter Leslie Shelton. That's that's his real name. <laughs> I find it quite fascinating. Um, and uh, others, uh, Gary Micklewhite, great old stager in, in second division football, lower league football. Um, Bobby Davidson, a very dangerous forward. Uh, Orman Boothroyd, um, another dangerous forward who, who populated the second division most of his career, but with Derby and Stoke and teams like that. Um, 17,500 in the ground. And... Uh, well, it looks like we're going to struggle Because on 30, 32 minutes um, Dave, Bobby Davidson I've just talked about Puts Derby in the lead And on 57 Ian Omerthroid, uh Ormuthroyd uh, Makes it 2-0 And it looks like we're, we're heading for a, a bad defeat But on 78 Andy Hunt scores a screamer Andy Hunt didn't score many goals But some of the ones he did were really, really good ones He had a, he had a, a Cannonball in, in each foot and then, uh, lo and behold, it hardly had time to settle down after the first goal when Mickey Quinn uh, skated through the defense and and, and made it two-two. So it, after that, it was back to the wall for Derby. We we give it a goal, but we couldn't get the winning goal. So two, we ended up two-two. So um, we uh, we then come back to uh, Newcastle four the Zenith Data Systems Cup first round. Um, This is, uh, you know, this is the old-fashioned football league trying to generate all sorts of things with various cups, and this was one of them. And, uh, in fact, I think we won this one one year. Um, We're playing at uh, at Tramier at Prenton Park, 4,000 in the ground. So even Tramier's fans aren't excited to play this cup. So anyway, it's it's a it's a ding dong uh, of a match. Uh, Half time two two, and at the end it ends up three three, and then uh, lo and behold, we we uh, we go into uh, to penalties. Mickey Quinn scores a hat trick of penalties, and it ends up six six. But of course, uh, the thing that matters is that uh, Tramier, um, uh Got the uh, got the win on uh, uh, on uh, the, the, the full time score, um, and, and uh, uh, we we uh, we go out of it, out of another cup. Um, but their team, like the team we play in the league, Eric Nixon, Mark Hughes, uh, Neil Mcnabb, John Aldridge, names to conjure with. Now our team unchanged, but. Uh, sadly uh, come away with uh, with with nothing in the in the pot. Um we then at home to Portsmouth no way to Portsmouth in the in the league. Um Pompey always a good trip um, my family always like to go to Portsmouth even though it was a hell of a long way on the bus I can tell you in in those days. Um Pratton Park just under 11,000 in the ground. Um, they aren't playing terribly well, so we're hopeful of something out of it, but a uh, uh, dangerous thing to be hopeful when you're a Newcastle fan. Ozzy sends out Virtue, uh, an unchanged team with uh, the only differences in the substitutes with David Ro- Roach and Matty Appleby coming in uh, as substitutes. Um, uh Portsmouth managed by somebody called Jim Smith <laughs> uh there's another name we know oh, Eagle. oh absolutely absolutely and uh the team of uh, people that are really well known Alan Knight and goal, uh you know clearly football on the, in the south but a character in goal and and, and one who did well Andy Orford at fullback um John Beresford, now who's that? Uh, playing at full back. Um and Darren Anderton, who was a, was a, a um, tidy player for Spurs and others, Mark Chamberlain for oh for um Chelsea and Fulham and and Steve Wigley, a big centre forward from Nottingham Forest. So and and uh, um Colin Clark, another dangerous forward who yes, he's on his way down, but uh, um, nonetheless still a dangerous player um, a, a good football game by all accounts Only problem is on 19 minutes The uh, uh, penalty by Ken Ames Gives uh, Portsmouth the lead Then Stimson, Mark Stimson um, Scores an own goal on 39 And then on 55 Colin Clark makes it 3-0 and we're out of it, really. We're not, not really in the game. Mickey Quinn in his usual way gets a strike as goal, get goal, poach as goal, 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 and uh um he uh 60, 68 minutes. I would like to say that that spurred one to try and get back in the game, but it didn't really. it, it, it was an easy one for Portsmouth. And we're not looking very clever at the moment. It's 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 got to be said. So we're home now for the uh, return game with Crew in the uh, in the uh, second round of the League Cup, um, nine thousand in St James's Park, which must have been I wasn't there, so it must have been diabolical. Um, anyway, um, the uh, team's virtually unchanged. Aussie sticks by the ones he's got, and uh, um, uh, Crew. Uh, Dario Gradi's uh, um, not made any great changes to his side either. Um, the uh, ex-Liverpool contingent uh, that he's got in the team Mac Phillips and Stuart Evans and uh, Aaron Callaghan—are all all back in the side, and 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 uh, uh, it's it's not a bad game, so so I read But uh, it looked like we we're going to end up with a nil nil, and. and uh, uh, but then on uh, Newcastle Substitute comes on and uh, a, a young uh, 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 attacker. Well, young attacker, but eventually defender um, and scores on the 89th minute. A young man called Steve Howie, who we get to know and love very well and still do, and who... Uh, went to the same school as I did and, and wore the same number five shirt that I did in the school team. It was, it was a bit grey and tallied by the time Steve wore mine because it was very old. But Steve, how he gets to a 1-0, and that's enough to get through to the next round of the, of, of the League Cup. So we're home, uh, home to uh, Leicester City next. Um, Everybody's praying for some sort of action. Leicester aren't the best team in the world. But we have got to do something. I mean, what we're, we're, we're position at the moment is still rock bottom, 22nd, it says. And you kind of get many lower than that. Um, so Aussie sends out an unchanged team, Cernachuk, Nelson Nelson, Stimson, O'Brien, Scott, uh, Gavin McGuire, Glee Clark, Gavin Peacock, David Roach, Andy Hunt, Franz Carr. David Roach has gone into the center because um Mickey Quinn's got an injury. Um the Leicester City um, manager is Brian Little, ex-Aston Villa player. Um, and uh, Brian Little started to make a name for himself and then just disappeared out of management and uh, um, has family connections in the northeast. And Leicester's team, well, players with names, Kevin Poole, goalkeeper that's been around and people know about, Steve Walsh who had been with, with uh, Ipswich, Colin Gibson, at Manchester United, um, Tommy Wright David Oldfield And a young man called David Kelly In in, uh, uh, in their attack And Scott Oakes A dangerous side But uh, a team that we should at least uh, Have a go at um, 16,000 in the ground uh, Which is a side better than the previous game And uh, it looks like it's Dead set nil-nil uh, Up to half time And can't see anybody scoring and then Andy Hunt, as I said, didn't score many. A blockbuster from way out wide on sixty-six minutes, and that got off the off the, off the ground. And then Ali Clark um, tap in from from a corner at the end on seventy-eight minutes, and we end up with a 2 0 win, which uh, uh, huge sigh of relief to the Gallagher corner and everybody else because we we really need these points. Um, we're At home to Oxford next, Um, Oxford United. Um, Again, a team that's struggling like us. And uh, we should really be putting these to the sword. This is um, an Aussie team with a slight change. Tommy Wright's in goal because Pavel's got an injury. And uh, um, Steve Howey's still in because uh, Quinney's still injured. Oxford United... Is managed by Brian Horton, an ex-player of theirs, uh, and uh, a team of uh, old hands, mostly like Steve Foster at centre back, Andy Melville, all from teams in the south of England. Jim Magillan from Ipswich, um, uh, Trevor Ayot from from uh, West Ham, um, but a, but a tidy side. Um, as I say, 16,500 in the ground And uh, Everybody's thinking this this should be ours This should be a game for us Well, the centre forward John Durkin, three minutes Gets the goal down um, But uh, Andy Hunt On 15 minutes scores uh, uh, A nice, tidy goal from, from inside the penalty area So we're 1-1 at, half, at 1-1 and at half time, it's two one because thirty four minutes Gavin Peacock scores. Then two two when Mike Ford scores forty seven minutes for um, Oxford. Forty eight minutes Gavin Peacock puts we back in the lead. Seventy two minutes Mickey Lewis makes it uh, uh, three all, and then right at the death, ninety minutes Gavin Peacock makes it four three. So a great sigh of relief was it. It lifts you off the bottom or up to twentieth, uh, and gives you a little bit of breathing space, but but not uh, not an enormous amount. We then uh, have uh, an away trip to Bristol City. Haven't played the other Bristol beforehand. At Ashton Gate, eight and a half thousand at the ground at the game. Um, unchanged team by Aussie Tommy Wright still in goal, and. Uh, um as I say young young Steve Howey's still up front because Andy uh because Mickey Quinn's still still on the injury list. The city uh, team well not many that that uh when you look at it that, that have made made much of, uh uh way in the in the uh, in the game. Nicky Morgan now is a midfielder uh at uh, Wrexham and Manchester United and, Little player, but tidy. Always busy, tidy. Bob Taylor, centre forward, and uh, Andy May uh, was another one who who uh, would be known to people. Um, so they, you know, it, it's a tidy game, and uh, they're not. They're not. Uh, they, we shouldn't be worried about the playing in this Bristol City. We should be able to take some points off them. Well, it it looks like we might because on 13 minutes Lee clock, what was the scoring? And it looks that way. Uh we sailed along nicely to a one 0 win, and then Bob Taylor, the old centre forward, pops up in the corner and bang, it's it's 1-1 on 86 minutes. Not enough time to do anything about it. And uh so we come home with a with a, with a draw, which uh um a lot of fans would have hoped that in a place like Bristol City, we we, we would have uh, we would have got a victory. The next game is uh away game at Peterborough, and it's uh, sec- is the third round of the League Cup. Um, Eleven thousand at the game. Um, league Cup, we 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 haven't got a history of great, great runs in the League Cup. Everybody's hoping that we might in this one, just to leave relieve the groom the gloom at uh, um, about the league. Chris Turner's posh manager, and. Uh, Got a Said, he's he's collected one or two uh old hands to help them Steve Walsham Defence from Leicester and Alan Kimball from, from <laughs> excuse me, from Crystal Palace. Um Gary Cooper from, from, from Ipswich and uh David Riley and uh centre forward Ken Charley who's uh was um Big with Watford and, and uh, went to Peterborough, but he he didn't make anything at Peterborough. But a dangerous player just the same. Our sides, uh, Tommy Wright still in goal and, and uh, otherwise unchanged with David Roach's substitute. And it's uh, it's a nil nil written all over it this game, and uh, unfortunately um, they didn't tell Ken Charlie they sent they just sent a forward because on. 88 minutes, bang, one 0 and that's uh, that's the uh, third round of the League Cup. We're a goal down already, but we we get the chance to. Uh, um, well, the L- London Road's not a happy hunting ground for us, so that that's the the second round of the League Cup out of the way, and uh, um, never a happy place for us. So we uh, we then come home to. Uh, Swindon no sorry we're away to Swindon town in the league 10,000 at the county ground um, Swindon are somebody we should be beating should, we should be having a go at And uh, well, league position still very worrying 21st as we before we kick off this game So Swindon manager a young man called Glenn Hoddle would you believe um, And uh, one or two players In that he's brought from elsewhere um, Particularly from Spurs And who we know Colin Calderwood who used to be our coach For a while Um, Ross McLaren um, uh, Nicky Somerby Who ex-Manchester City uh, Forward Um, Mickey Hazard From from, uh, uh, Chelsea Um, Duncan Shearer Who's was uh, another uh, Southampton play, uh, forward But uh, no relation to ours And Steve White, uh, who's a dangerous uh, dangerous forward as well um, Tidy football game, but uh, we're, we're not in it Colin Collarwood scores for a free kick on 40 minutes Steve White on 88 minutes and it's 2-0 And at the last gasp, Gavin Peacock on the 90th minute uh, makes it 2-1 but we're never really going to pull anything out of that game. We 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 we're really in the doldrums with that one. Um we then go home to a home game against Cambridge and uh, um, a must win game if ever ever I've seen one. Um and and you know the Gallagher corner's almost almost on their hands and knees praying that this will go well. Um anyway, it Aussie, most an unchanged team with Tommy Wright still in goal, Steve Howie still up front. Um, Cambridge, John Beck, who uh, is an ex player of theirs, tidy midfielder when he played, and they've got uh Alan Kimball, Dennis Danny O'Shea, um, Steve Claridge, um, dangerous player from. from from uh, from those times Centre forward Played in, well into his 40s Steve Claridge um, And uh, John Taylor Dangerous uh, Winger uh, For Cambridge So it it, it it looks like a tidy game And it is a tidy game I was at this one And uh, It's got nil-nil Written all over it And then Unfortunately uh, We forgot about Steve Claridge And on 59 Minutes from nowhere he makes it 1-0 to Cambridge Then Andy Hunt With another of his unusual goals Gets the equaliser on 80, 89 So we end up 1-1 And uh, Unfortunately we, we, we That 1-1 keeps us Well and truly fi- fixed At the bottom of the, the league We're then at home to Grimsby um, Grimsby Are Bounced along the bottom, just like we are. So we should be getting out something out of this game. Sixteen thousand at St James's. Um, team same. Tommy Wright still in goal, um, and Steve Howie still up front because uh, Mickey Quinn's still injured. Steve Watson comes back in as a substitute. Um, Grimsby managed by Alan Buckley, ex-player of theirs. Dangerous little forward when he played. And uh, one or two names That have been around a while um, The goalkeeper Steve Sherwood um, Gary Childs up front Neil Woods up front Gary Bertels ex like Nottingham Forest forward Up front for them as well So one or two dangerous players But a team that we really should be beating And uh, as I say With six seven, nearly 17,000 in the ground um, Andy Hunt makes it one uh, nil on 17 minutes and then Steve Howie gets the second on 29 so we go in at half time at two nil and that's how it stays second half was a miserable second half um is all I can how I can describe it but uh, it at least we've got a two two nil victory and uh fixes were not off the not on the bottom but we're, were 21st we're right next to it and getting a sweat on. Um, And we go to uh, Sunderland Now When the season started um, Before the season started They they were being touted as uh, Possible champions Well they're not playing like champions Because they're only a couple of places above us And uh, Go to uh, Roker Park 30,000 in the crowd uh, (laughs) Quite a difference to what we've been getting at home And uh, Sunderland, managed by uh, Dennis Smith, ex centre half for the, for them, with uh, some talented players, but they're not playing very well. Tony Norman and Goal, John Kay, Andy Rogan, uh, Paul Bracewell in midfield, who uh, is important to us. Gary Bennett, Ian Ferguson, um, David Rush, um, Peter Davenport, that they paid a lot of money for from Nottingham Forest. And Johnny Byrne, who, who they got from uh, from West Ham And Gordon Armstrong, who they, they bought from, from Middlesbrough um, Touted as possible champions, but not, not playing like champions In fact, as I say, it's just a couple of places above us uh, Tidy game It looks bad for us when Davenport slides in And makes it 1-0 for Sunderland And we go in 1-0 at half-time but then on the, exactly on the hour, Liam O'Brien with a typical Liam O'Brien header from a corner makes it 1-1 and we come home from Roker Park with a, with a draw which just uh, pleases everybody. Um, we're now at home End and uh, South End are, are actually the bottom team at this stage. So we're hoping that uh, um, a win to go with the, the reasonable results we've just had uh would make make a big difference. Um uh, un- unchanged team, Tommy Wright's still in goal, um, and uh, Steve Howie's still up front. And a young man called Alan Thompson comes on as substitute. Um another young local player that's getting um uh, an opportunity off Aussie. Um David Webb, ex Chelsea Stalwart is the manager of, of uh, South End, and uh, with names of players who have spent their life in the South um, Steve Tilson, John Colwell, uh, Spencer Pryor, all from uh, West Ham, Charlton, places like that. Um, 14,000 14, in the ground for South End, um, and it's must win for us. Nine minutes, Gavin Peacock gets a nice penalty in and uh not been brought down himself in the penalty area. Um, Brett Angle scores 30, 30 minutes to get an equaliser. And then uh, Gavin Peacock gets another penalty. So we're we we, we we're, we're cost now. And then just before half-time, Andy Hunt makes it three. So we go in 3-1. Um, and uh, it looks like an easy victory, but on 80 minutes, Steve Tilson gets second for South End and it's backs to the wall. South End really do press us, but we end up with a 3 2 victory. And of course, that victory does enormous things to our to league position. It leaps well up to 15th instead of 21st, 22nd, bumping along the bottom. And uh, um, it's. Uh, so size of relief all round i think is how i'd describe it we're next at home to blackburn rovers um 23 000 for blackburn uh which is interesting i think that says something about how people feel about the uh about uh, about some of the teams um steve watson's in it right back now by aussie with the rest of the team is uh is much the same um steve how still up front and Alan Thompson is back on as substitute again um, Blackburn manager, of course Is a, is a man called Kenny Dalgleish um, Some characters from the Manchester area in their team Bobby Mims, their goalkeeper Colin Henry, that centre-half Big Blonde, center, Scottish centre-half Kevin Moran, Manchester United uh, Mark Atkins And then a young man on the left side of their midfield Called Scott Sellers Who we got to know quite well David Speedy, ex Everton, and Mike Newell, who, uh, well, Mike Newell played for everybody in that part of the world, Um, but a dangerous centre forward on his day. So we we come and we have Blackburn twenty three thousand six hundred in the ground. Um, Having mentioned all those names, um, it was an awful nil nil, and (laughs) from the, the minute it kicked off, it looked like nil nil, and that's how it ended. But at least we got a point. Uh, and and we uh we're we're now 16th with that point, which is uh, as I say, people are heaving a sigh of relief because it's uh uh, they've been looking over their shoulders quite desperately uh previous weeks. So we 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 then uh go to Barnsley, we have an away game at Barnsley, um, and uh. They're not doing very well, and we should really be beating teams like Barnsley. They are—they aren't—they're uh, bouncing around the bottom just like we are. 8, nine thousand at Oakwell. Aussie um, sends out the same team: Tommy Wright, Steve Watson, Mark Stimson Liam O'Brien, Kevin Scott, Matty Appleby, David Roach, Gavin Peacock, Steve Howie, and Andy Hunt, and Alan Thompson. Kevin Brock was substitute. Barnsley have Mel Machen, ex-Prayerless. Ex Oxford player, ex Coventry player uh, as their manager. And uh, they have some uh, fair number of ex leads uh, players in the team. Jerry Taggart, uh, Wayne Bullymore, Neil Redfern is the name we know, he used to be one of our coaches at Newcastle for a while. Uh, Andy Saville and Andy Rammel, dangerous centre forward. And uh, uh, well, um, we should beat them to just. just you know, but what we should do and what we do do at Newcastle is always different because on 25 minutes, Andy Savile makes it 1 0. Uh, 40 minutes just before half time, uh, Mark Robinson makes it 2 0. And then lo and behold, with the last kick of the first half, Andy Ramo makes it 3 0. So we go in 3 0 down. The second half, everybody's hoping Newcastle have had a kick up the backside in the dressing room. Well, if they did, it didn't show because it, it ended out a a very drab nil nil second half, so we lost to Barnsley three nil, which was uh, very disappointing. And so we uh, we then come home to uh, um, Port Vale uh, is our next uh, game, eighteen thousand in the ground. Um, and uh, after the end of the previous week's fixtures, we're seventeenth in the league, and uh, got we're looking over our shoulder again. Aussie sends out. Uh, same team, Tommy Wright, etc. And uh, um, only difference is on the left side of the midfield, he brings in Kevin Brock, who's uh, a tidy player and, and had some good games for us. Port Vale, well, John Rudge is the manager. Uh, John Rudge, um, ex-player as well, played for for Everton and, and one or two other teams in that part of the world. Um, it's funny how you can see, you can see. Who he's played for by when you look at some of the people in his team like Lee Laspin, Dean Glover, um Taryn Hughes, Andy Porter, all from teams in that part of the world, from Everton, um, Manchester and, and so on. Um, so and a couple of uh, uh, from the Stoke area as well. But a centre forward from a bit near at the host called Colin West, um, who played for our friends down the road for a while. Dangerous centre-forward And uh, has to be watched Um, Reasonable game in terms of football Uh, Lee Makles on as a substitute And scores on 40 minutes Darren Hughes, for them, 43, makes it 1-1 That's half-time And then um, uh, Gavin Peacock, in 61 minutes Gets a penalty after being brought down in the area himself And then Dean Glover gets a penalty for them on 66 minutes and it's 2-2 and that's how it stays it never looked like changing uh it was uh, it was never going to be anything other than a, than a draw after that we then uh, away to brighton um and uh it's uh the goldstone ground as it was in those days um barry lloyd's the manager ex uh well exit brighton and spurs Centre half, but uh, um, again, uh, players that have been around a while: Gary Chivers, Bernard Gallagher, Gary O'Reilly, um, Clive Walker from 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 uh, Chelsea, um, and Mark Farringdon from from West Ham. Um, Newcastle, well, Aussie sends uh, nearly the same team, but he's got Tommy Wright back in because uh, there's change there. David Roach is fullback. Steve Watson's uh, picked up an injury, and other than that, it's 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 unchanged. Um, Brighton uh, doing quite well uh, considering where they are and in the league, and uh, they get off to a twenty-five minutes, get a, a goal. Um, Gavin Peacock thirty-two equalisers. and then just before half time. Uh, David Kelly who we bought from, from Leicester is, uh, Makes it 2-1 And uh, people are hopeful that that's going to Stay that way Unfortunately 78 minutes Mark Farringdon makes it 2-2 And we come home from Brighton with a, with a 2-2 draw And we're 18th in the league after that result Which is uh, um, Takes a bit of pressure off Takes a bit of pressure off And we're now Uh at uh, Plymouth, um, Argyle, um, long trip, another trip my family insisted on making, uh, but it, but it was it was a tough one, but a, a pleasant one. Always always make you very welcome in, in Plymouth. However, five thousand at the game, which suggests tells you everything. There's two teams that aren't playing very well, um, and uh, we really um, in this game uh in terms of football and style and, and everything else we we' hit rock bottom this this wasn't uh uh in fact I think this is the beginning the end for Aussie This this game because we weren't we weren't ever in it really uh it sends an unchanged team out uh but it it's matterless we're, we're um uh he's brought david Kelly in but uh um in this game. Didn't look like anybody was going to do much, and they didn't. Um, Plymouth uh, have uh, one or two dangerous players. Dave Regis, the centre-forward, very dangerous, and scores the opening goal on 23 minutes. And 77, Martin Barlow makes it 2-0 at uh, 77 minutes. And we never looked like pulling anything back. It, it was a it was a miserable 2-0 uh, loss, and we're sitting on 18th in the league now. Then we come home to a derby match with Middlesbrough. Um Middlesbrough are top or nearly top of the league. So well, it's going to be hard. Um at the game. Uh and uh Aussie o- keeps his uh, one change. Steve Watson comes in at right back, uh and uh, um uh, get gets another game and then uh, the rest of the team is, is, is as as red but you just need to look at the names in the team and who he's brought in and, and how young they were you know like mattie be david roach uh paul borden uh lee mackle um was really brave but but some would argue slightly foolhardy um and we uh we have Middlesbrough with Lenny Lawrence now, the manager, the ex-Charlton manager, and he's made one or two changes, Steven Peers and Goal. Um, he's still got uh, um, uh, Robbie Musto in the team, Andy Peak, Jamie Pollock, a dangerous player, Mark Proctor, a dangerous forward, and Bernie Slaven, who was always the thorn in our side, and Paul Wilkinson on the left-hand side. Um, the game's uh, there to be won. It it's nil nil half time, uh, And it's end to end stuff, a proper derby game. Then on fifty four minutes, um Paul Wilkinson, the dangerous left sided player, uh, makes it one nil in the Middlesbrough and uh, we we don't we don't look like we'll ever recover from that. And that defeat puts us twenty first in the league, which uh, is uh, it's squeaky bum time for, for relegation. There's no doubt about it. Um, we're then home to Bristol Rovers. Um, and uh, having turned them over at their place, we should do the same here. Ozzy s- sticks to the same team. He's He's, uh, he's got um, uh, Gam- uh, David Kelly up front with with Gam Peacock, a dangerous combination. Um, bristol rovers with uh no manager they just sacked their manager just before the game uh to us and uh um that team uh one or two stalwarts jeff twentyman um steve yates steve cross um all tony pounder carl saunders uh all the stalwarts from uh, from that era from different clubs but all on that on the way down rather than up we should We should really be beating this Bristol side Um, Doesn't look like we will Because Devin White Who's a dangerous uh, centre forward um, Makes it 1-0 On 30 minutes for Bristol And then um, 63 minutes Kevin Brock with a free kick uh, Gets back into the game And then a free uh, a, A free header from a corner And David Kelly doesn't miss those and on 81 minutes, we, we get a two-two, uh, a two-one victory, and it pushes up to 18th in the league. So things are starting to to move a little bit. Um, we're uh, um, now at uh, Southend at home. Sorry, we're at Southend, um, and uh, uh, really. Um, looking for a victory from from this team but it's a miserable game 9000 on the ground and uh it's uh i I think this this game was part of Aussie's undoing we never looked in the game and south end took it off us easily 4 minutes 67 minutes 45 minutes and 56 minutes 4-0 and we never looked like we'd ever get in the game at all not not a chance a very poor 4-0 uh, loss and that sits with quite nicely on uh, 21st in the league, just above the, the, the bottom spot. So it's, uh, as I say, scutty-bum time for relegation. And uh, we uh, we then come back to uh, um, FA Cup third round against Bournemouth. Uh, a dean, sorry, away at the Bournemouth, in the FA Cup third round, 10,000 at Dean Court and uh, Aussie's team unchanged, Wright, Watson, Bradshaw, O'Brien, Scott, Appleby, uh, Clark, Peacock, David Kelly, Andy Hunt and Kevin Brock. Um, Steve, how are you substitute? Um, Bournemouth um, managed by somebody called Harry Redknapp, who we know quite well. Names of uh, players which tend to be uh, follow their manager. You know, you've got uh, Paul Woods, Sean Brooks, Sean Adriscoll, all from the West Ham team. Uh, And uh, Jimmy Quinn, Irish uh, forward, who's quite a dangerous player. And Jimmy Case, ex Liverpool player. So, a bone mouth, a tidy side. Um, But if we're going to do anything, we should really beat these in the the cup. And uh, we. we come away with a nil nil. Um, it's a, it's to a when nil nil, but it's nil nil still the same. So so we're still in the cup. That that's the important thing. And uh, then uh, we're away to Watford in the league. Um, Nine thousand eight hundred at the uh, at the ground. Um, and uh, uh, well, it's a how can I say? Watford aren't a great team and we're not doing pull, pulling up trees either. Uh, and so it's, it's, uh, it's drab. There's not too many mistakes, you know, the goals all come from mistakes. So anyway, we're, 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 um, we're one down in in a minute. Dean Holdsworth is a tap in from a corner cause he was totally unmarked. And then on four minutes, um, Gary Porter, the one of their dangerous players, um, takes a pass from Peter Nicholas, who came to Watford from Arsenal, um, and that, that two-nil lead, and, and we've only been playing for him five minutes. In goal for Watford, incidentally, is a man called Keith Woff Now he he came from our friends down the road, um, and uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're two-nil, and we've only been playing five five minutes. Luther Blissett plays for them; he's the dangerous centre forward, and going at half time thinking, well. Can't get anything out of this game um david kelly gets one back on 23 minutes uh and we go in 2-1 and uh uh they come out in the second half and has to be said they really give it a go and they ended up with Andy hunt getting an equalizer on 59 minutes so uh, we're 2-2 and 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 unfortunately because of other results we do actually slip to the bottom place. We're twenty-second after that game, which is uh say is worrying putting it mildly. So we're at home to Charlton now, um, in the league, and uh, um we turned them over there. We 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 came close to it. Um fifteen thousand in the ground and uh, it's a ding dong of a game, end to end stuff. Um, Lee Clark puts on the lead on 40, 24 minutes Andy Hunt 2-0 on 31 minutes And then Kevin Brock 3-0 on 34 minutes Then Andy Barnes, 36 minutes Makes it 3-1 at half time After the second half uh, Start of the second half It looked like uh, Charlton had Gillett play two spoons of sugar in it T at half time because they just tore us apart So Colin Walsh 73 minutes, 76 minutes And 89 minutes And Charlton Go home, 4-3 winners uh, And sit us Really, really rock bottom uh, In in the league Our team, unchanged Tommy Wright, Steve Watson Alan Thompson sneaks in at left back As a substitute Um, But otherwise You know Peacock, Kelly, Andy Hunt Kevin Brock, all, all the same Charlton now managed by Still managed by The pair, Steve Grit and, and, and Alan Kerbishley, Um with the same team, Bob Boulder Steve Gatton uh, And a centre-back Called Alan Pardew, would you believe Now there's a name to conjure with Oh no way, what happened to him um, And to Colin Walsh Dangerous player And Gary Nelson on the left um it looks like we're gonna get something out of the game um but unfortunately charlton come back with a bang in the second half and, and we lose four three and uh sits with rock bottom um and we're now heading towards the replay with the uh, with Bournemouth at home in the cup and uh Twenty-six thousand at the game. It's amazing what difference the the fact that it's a cup makes to the crowd. Aussie feels uh, an unchanged team with Watson and Thompson as the fullbacks, uh, and uh, Bournemouth's Harry Redknapp still again feeling that, uh, that his same team that we played at Bournemouth twenty-five thousand eight hundred in the ground, and uh, it looks like we it's a ding It was a ding dong, don't might remember? Gavin Peacock, fourteen minutes, and everybody thinks, "Well, that's a good start." But then, on seventy-nine minutes, Paul Wood for them uh, equalizes, and right at the death, um, uh, it ends. It uh, sorry, right at the start of the uh, extra time, Andy Hunt makes it uh, uh, two-one, and everybody thinks, "Well, that that's it. We're through." Then. A, a young man from West Ham Called Kevin Bond Who's related to Harry Redknapp um, Makes it 2-2 And we have to go to penalties And guess what I Newcastle mean, United go out the cup On penalties um, So we're back to Concentrating on the league As we need to uh, We've got uh, an away game At uh, at Oxford um, It's It's uh, One that we should be winning. They aren't playing very well. Um, But uh, after 40 minutes, Steve Foster scores for them from a corner. Um, John Durkin scores 61. Uh, Kevin Scott gets a header on 63. Kevin Peacock equalizes on 67. But then Oxford go mad. Paul Simpson, 78 minutes. Trevor Eyelott on 76 minutes. And uh, another goal for Steve Foster In 86 minutes And that's a 5-2 loss to Oxford United Which uh, they say is depressing it's Putting it mildly So we come home to um, Bristol uh, Bristol City there is And uh, This this is a game we must win Because they, they're actually bouncing around Below us And And uh, um, Wait twenty second. Sorry.
0: Has, has Keegan been appointed then, George?
1: I'm just uh about to say
0: All right, okay. No right. worries.
1: Just with us putting the
0: program up and Kevin being on there, that's all.
1: Well that, that I was about to say that uh, the big difference is is that uh with John Hall as chairman now, uh having taken over in the boardroom. The boardroom's upside down with John Hall, um and his brother and, and uh, um first signs of the shepherds coming in as well uh so the, there's also uh, gordon mckeeague's gone and george forbes has gone uh but the big appointment was of course was uh, in the space of a few couple of days uh and keegan was there and uh um and immediately made made differences in my opinion i also think that there was twenty nine thousand at the ground because kevin keegan was appointed that wasn't the team. That was that was for Keegan, I'm sure. But never mind. Uh, he, he plays virtually a um, uh, similar team that, that Aussie left, except he chained, He brings Ray Ranson in, and Mark Stimson at fullback instead of the two younguns. Uh, Liam O'Brien's in midfield along with Aldi Nelson again, replacing youngsters. Kevin Scotts we at centre half. Steve Watson gets back in the team, but in the forward line, um, and uh, Gavin Peacock and David Kelly, the, the upfront man, uh, and Kevin Brock. And uh, the impact uh, on, on the team is, is startling. Um, uh, Bristol City's Jimmy Lumsden, the next player of theirs is, the, is their manager. Um, and uh, one or two big names, David Rennie, Russell Osmond from, from Ipswich, uh, Junior Bent, dangerous West Indian centre forward, Wayne Allison, and uh, um, it's a it's a tidy game, a tidy game, but, but it, it should be ours. And uh, on takes the 50 second minute for David Kelly to score, then 61 minutes, and in between 55 minutes Liam O'Brien scores, and it's a three 0 win to welcome Kevin Keegan into the. Uh, into his his job um i think he's under no illusion though that we've still got a lot of work to do um and we're um away at blackburn um 19 at the ewood park um kenny dalgley's still the manager um bobby Mins uh, colin henry chris price gordon cowens ask ex-aston villa David Speedy, ex uh, uh, Everton and Mike Newell as well as centre dangerous centre forward. A good side, Blackburn. Um, Kevin plays uh, uh, Tommy Wright. He's got Ray Ranson at fullback, but there's an injury, and, and uh, Kevin, Franz Carr has to come on. Mark Stimson, Liam O'Brien, um, Darren Bradshaw, Andy Nielsen. Nielsen. Uh, Steve Watson, Gavin Peacock, David Kelly, Lee Clark And you can see the slight changes he's making Uh, 19,000 and a half at Ewood Park But it's a game uh, It looked like we might get something out of David Kelly scores on 12 minutes But then David Speedy, who's always appeared in the side to uh, to us um, Scores on 42, so it's 1-1 Then he scores on 59 and it's 2-1 And he scores on 74 and it's 3-1 David Speedy hat trick and Blackburn win three one. So uh, we're um, starting to uh, uh, look at this over what shoulders at this league. We're still bumping along the bottom, and guess what? We're player friendly right in the middle of all this. We're play friendly against the tour of North, North New Zealand side, which uh, you know. It begs belief that, uh, that they would even think about that in the middle of a uh, possible relegation battle. But they do. That, that, that That's who we'll play. And, uh, and we beat them 2-1. Two, two, and so should. I mean, they're, they're only just better than Northern League players, for goodness sake. But never mind. Um, next game's a home game against Barnsley. Uh, and we need to beat Barnsley because they're, they're round about us and there's Kevin with his uh, deputy, Terry Macnow, um, sitting beside him. Um, picks uh, an, an, um, an unchanged team, except he brings Steve Watson back in at right back um, instead of uh, Ransom. Otherwise, um, uh, the same except Kevin Scott disappears from centre-back. And Kevin Keegan, in my opinion, one of the most vital signings he made for Newcastle United ever. Brian Killer killer Kilcline at centre half, and uh, by jove, that was the signing that mattered. If you if you watch this this end of this season, twenty seven thousand at the game for Barnsley. I mean, you know, we've been getting, we're lucky to get fifteen thousand. Suddenly, we're getting twenty seven thousand just because Kevin Keegan's the manager. And that, that must inspire the players, at least you hope it will, but uh, it doesn't seem, seem to. Um, David Kelly on 70 minutes puts 1 0 up. And David Curry, their dangerous forward on 86, makes it 1 1. And uh, we're still 22nd in the league. And that's, uh, that's not where we should be. That's not where we should be at all. We're now going away to uh, Port Vale. Um, we want to. Uh, get a win here because they're, they're, they're like us. They're, they're right down at the bottom. And sure enough, we do. We get a 1-0 win thanks to a goal uh, from Stevie Watson. Uh, and uh, uh, Kevin sticks to the to his uh, side with Tommy Wright and hasn't made much difference to our dealers team except he's took the young ones out and put experienced players in and bought an experienced player in, Kilcline. You can see the shape of what he's trying to do. Uh, and that 1-0 victory takes us up the 19th, which is uh, a sigh of relief. In the uh, Portville managed by John Rudge, um, the uh, the big addition to their um, side is Keith Hutchin at the boat from Coventry, who was a uh, goal scorer in their, their cup final win. So we get a 1-0 win at Portville, takes us off the bottom, which is... Uh, um, a great sigh of relief we now come home to uh a brighton a brighton game and, and again another team we should be beating um twenty five thousand at the game um but what we should do and shouldn't do is two different things um we aren't particularly good uh and, and neither are they but on seventy, seventy eight 78 minutes they're good enough to at least get a goal and uh take the game one nil so uh, that that defeat puts us back down to 21st, which is uh, um, really looking over our shoulders time. Uh, and uh, um, it's interesting that uh, Ke- Kevin tries something slightly different in defence. He keeps Killer Klein in, and he brings in Kevin Scott as well uh, to, uh, to play alongside him. Obviously, the intention is to bolster the defence. Well, it didn't work on that particular time Because we, we lost 1-0 to Brighton um, We uh, Now off to uh, to Cambridge Now Cambridge again Another team that's bumping along the bottom We really need to be beating teams like Cambridge 8,000 at the Abbey Stadium um, Kevin uh, Unchanged team virtually um, Except he changes left back And he brings young Alan Thompson back in to left back. Keeps Kilclane Scott experiment at double centre-half. Uh, Mickey Quinn's back after a very long injury, alongside Gavin Peacock and David Kelly. And we bought Kevin Sheedy, a speedy, speedy winger from, from, uh, Everton. Um, and, uh, it seems to work. We, we, we take the game to Cambridge and, uh, 37 minutes, Gavin Peacock's course just before half time. David Kelly scores the second and we go in 2-0 at half time. And when we come out, it never looks like we're going to lose it. And we don't. We we end up with a 2-0 victory, which pushes us up the 19th, which is a huge sigh of relief uh, from uh, the Gallagher corner. We're now at home to Swindon, another team we should be beating. um, Managed by Glenn Hoddle. Names to know, Frieza Digby. Paul Borden, who who was with us, was a, was a young player with us. Glenn Huddle himself playing as uh, their manager. Mickey Hazard from Chelsea, and uh, a tidy say good football. side, well, he'd expect that with Huddle. but we're up, we're up for it th- with this one. We 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 really. Um, David Kelly and uh, gets a goal in thirty minutes. Uh, in the second half, Dave Mitchell for Swindon gets an equaliser. Then 73 Gavin Peacock and Nicky Quinn in 82, make it 3-1 to Newcastle. So we 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 end up with uh, with a 3-1 victory, which is a great sigh of relief. And Keegan keeps with the Kilkline Kevin-Scott experiment. Um, and it seemed to work have worked in that game. The one thing was for sure, was always a very dangerous threat from dead balls and corners, because with uh, Scott was a good header and so was uh, Killer Kilkline. Um, so we're now away to Grimsby, um, we want to do something here at, at uh, Blundell Park, um, 11,000 at the game and uh, um, not the best of games, um, but the one thing sure is that uh, the one thing that's not going to happen is we're not going to be swamped because uh, it's quite clear that the uh, Klein scott uh, parents uh, bolster in the defence unchanged team almost well not almost is is unchanged from Keegan Grimsby were Alan Buckley the manager next player um have uh, Paul Futcher's uh, well-known Manchester player uh, on his way, way out Tony Ford who, who we, we knew here for a while um Clive Mandenko from from West Ham uh, and Neil Woods, also from from the south it's it's tidy game Except we're knocked off. Was purchase first minute. Sean Cunningham, the centre forward, one nil, and then on 41 minutes, just before half time, Kevin Sheedy runs through and scores a beautiful little goal to make it one one, and that's that was half time, and that's how it stayed. We we never looked like losing that one, and and sadly did never ever look like winning either. Um, but at least it was uh, it was a, it was a point that uh, that we needed so badly. We're now 17th in the league The Heli heights of 17th We come home to a home derby match Against the Mackhams, against Sunderland um, 30,300 at the game um, Kevin Fields A uh, similar Almost identical team Except he's put Martin Stimson in Instead of uh, um, Young Thompson at fullback um, The Malcolm Crosby is the son and manager now, and that's in the interconjure with if you if you remember the history of our previous manager at Newcastle and his coaches, Malcolm Crosby, Tim Carter and Gold, John Kay, George Hardiman, Paul Bracewell, Kevin Ball, some real um, stalwarts in there. Um, David Rush and Brian Atkinson. Um, not the best derby, I've got to be said. I, I I remember being at this one. The only bright spot was David Kelly's goal, because it was a typical David Kelly header with his, his nose about half an inch off the turf when he when he put it in the back of the net. So a one 0 victory over the Mackhams. and gosh, we're up to seventeenth. What a what a what a heavy uh height, great heights uh, uh, we're in now. So we go to Wolves with uh, Problems because Wolves are sitting near the top and they're not going to want to give this up. Fourteen thousand and a half and a half at Molyneux. Um, Wolves with uh, Graham Turner, great football manager, as their manager now. Their team, well, Stowell, um, Mark Venus, Laurie Madden, ex Middlesbrough, Paul Birch, ex Preston, uh, Keith Downing, Steve Bull, centre forward, and Andy Much um a dangerous side and uh, we we play field and Kevin fields an unchanged team except he, he the first few minutes killle Klein gets an injury and has to has to go up and because he said something wrong i wrote the referee got yellow card at it as well um so it it upset the balance of the team and uh, so much that uh, well, wolves just tore apart. Andy Much and uh, Steve Bull up front were, were just unplayable. Once, once one skillicorn well, clay went off. Um, five minutes and ten minutes, there were two goals up from Much. We pull one back from Mickey Quinn after thirteen minutes. Then Tony Bennett, Paul Cook, Steve Bull too. and uh, Andy Much finished his hat trick. Um, six to walls a miserable result and uh, um as i say you can you can trace that almost directly to the uh, injury that uh, kill got and had to go off um and that sits we're back down the 18th so we're now um got tramier rovers at uh, st james's park and we're back to the must-win games now Because we're, we're running to the end of the season And we're just not, not in the right place We're not not where we should be Tramia come with uh, John King's the manager, ex-player, ex-Everton player And uh, Kevin Keegan, well he's got Pavel back in goal Because Pavel's injury's over And he's got uh, Steve Watson, Mark Stimson Darren Donahoe, McDonough, Steve Howie, Kevin Scott Mickey Quinn, Gavin Peacock, David Kelly, Kevin Sheedy, and Kevin Prock Um now it's interesting that Kevin Keegan must have seen something in Steve Howie Looked like a centre half rather than centre forward, but never mind. Um he's in instead of Kyle Klein. Um it's a game we should win. Well well sadly we don't. Kevin Brook on thirty minutes. John Aldridge Dirk's Liverpool centre forward thirty-three minutes, thirty-eight minutes, and then Johnny Morrissey ex Everton 73 minutes. And it's, uh, uh, it's three, three, one. Um, and just before the end, Kevin Brock scores a second with a free kick and it's three, two, and that's a disappointing defeat because it, it sits with back down there to 19th and, and, and uh, uh, sweaty palm territory with, uh, um, so we're, we're off to Ipswich and, uh, to we'll see if we can get something out of this one um well we're, we're um struggling to prove mainly um gavin peacock on 17 minutes gives we hope but then Simon witten the dangerous center forward scores the penalty 42 darren peacock puts us two one in the lead at half time but then straight after the uh, after half time you could see Ipswich switch had just Decided to go for it and they did. And John Walk, big Scottish centre forward, uh dangerous lad, 68 minutes. And then Chris Kawamia, 72 minutes, and it's 3 2 to uh Ipswich. And that's how it stayed to the end. Um it uh to me, uh, what what would that last two defeats are there for one reason only, and that's the the fact that uh Gillick and Klein isn't there. Uh, that that steel is, is is missing um 20,000 at the game but Ipswich get it three2 so we're, we're uh, now uh, still sitting 19th in the league and and uh, uh, got a bit of a sweat on millwall at home well Millwall at home we should we should be winning 23,000 at the game um Kevin sends out a uh, uh, Tommy Wright, and then he, he introduces a new player, a player I like when he settled in. Bjorn Christensen at, uh, goes in with Steve Howie and uh, Brian Kilclane and Kevin Scott. Uh, more centre-halves than we know what to do with in that back lane, but you can see what Kevin's trying to do. Um, and up front Leclerc, Big Key, Kelly, Sheedy and Brock. Uh, Mickey Quinn on his, comes as a substitute because he's he's over his injury. Um And it looks like we might get something nil-nil at half time, but then disaster on 78 minutes when uh, a bouncing ball comes off Tony Scott for Millwall and gives them a a, a sneaky fluky one-nil win, and they have uh, players in that we know John uh, John Goodman, Phil Barber, Paul Stevenson, Malcolm Allen, who came to us uh, for 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 a while, Um but. Uh, sad 1-0 defeat at home which um uh 21st we are now and that's uh really is disaster time um derby county at home uh we uh um should be beating derby um sorry we're away to derby um, we should be, be getting something out of them because they're not playing very well either um but it doesn't happen like that, unfortunately. Four minutes, Williams puts them in the lead. Nineteen minutes, Pope uh, Psar makes it two, and then uh, forty-nine minutes after half time, Gavin Peacock gives her a chance, but then Craig Ramage on 70, seventy-seven minutes makes it four-one, and Derby are well out of it. Twenty-one thousand at the Baseball Ground. Um, a team. Uh, he, he brought Alan Thompson Back in at, at left back um, Franz Carr comes in In the forward line um, But otherwise uh, as, as you were But um, Derby just took what part it's the only way to describe that and, uh, uh, That firmly fixed were On 22nd in the league uh, Which uh, is uh, To say that that's a worry in putting it mainly um, Home to Portsmouth we're now the winner-relegate. That's where we are. Uh, and uh, 25,000 still coming to the game, which is, you know, when we're that far down in the second division with the possibility of the third division, to get 25,000 speaks a lot about the loyalty of the fans. But I think it was loyalty of the Keegan more than anything else. He changes things. Ray Ranson comes in, Alan Nielsen at full-back. Liam O'Brien goes into midfield. Kid Klein and Scott are lined up together. Um, Franz Carr comes on uh, on on the right side, um, and Mickey Quinn substitute. Um, Jim Smith still manager reports both, and you know you're going to get a tough tough game against one of Jim Smith's teams, uh, and he uh, um, uh, fields a team which has uh, got some tidy players in like uh, Darren Anderton, who was a really uh, dangerous winger, Darren Aspinall, a dangerous centre forward um not the best game because we're we're making sure we don't lose it and uh, we hang on and hang on and then right at the death 86 minutes david kelly probably scores one of the most important goals he'll ever score for Newcastle united gives us um a 1-0 victory right at the death and uh shifts us up and and i think that's that i think that's it that's the goal i think uh and uh um, twenty-six thousand at the game uh, and uh, um uh, yeah we're 20th and that's that's uh, that's uh, people heave and sighs of relief like uh, like Billy uh, and uh, we get that out of the way and we have a testimonial and those all stars <laughs> a three two victory for the team Fourteen thousand at the crowd, which um, uh, is not bad for Anderson. I, I mean, John Anderson is still a popular person in terms of Newcastle football, I think. Uh, so I was delighted that he would get that uh, um, get that uh, uh, recognition. And so we go to Leicester for the last game of the season. Heavy defeat or any defeat would be worrying. Anything better than a draw and certainly a victory, and we're safe. And we go to Leicester, and Gavin Peacock on 45, 45 minutes um, makes it 1 0. Typical Newcastle, 89 minutes. Steve Walsh, their dangerous forward, um, sorry, centre back from a corner, equalises. And then Again, typical Newcastle. So we get a corner, everybody goes forward, and I think this is that's the goal there that we're, we're looking at now. And uh, Walsh, who just scored for them, gets all mixed up in his own goal, and uh, does exactly that, puts it in his own net, and so we we get a two-one victory, which uh, fixes us at twentieth. And uh, I think that's the master declaring uh, that we're safe, but uh, gosh. Baiting my fingernails at that one That really was uh, not not the uh, uh, Not the best of uh, seasons Um, We shipped goals 80 odd goals 84 I think it was to be precise Far worse than anybody else Um, Nobody even come near us Middlesbrough got promoted As everybody thought they would And uh, Where is it there We uh, 84 goals against, and there's, there's no other team comes anywhere near in terms of goals against. Brighton, who were relegated, got 77, but 84 was just uh, just a disaster. So um, the uh, things for me this season was the changes in the boardroom were important, but more importantly, the signing of Keegan was a masterstroke because it, it she, had the, she had the crowd up. And the signing of certain players like Kellerko Klein, um, just put that little bit of steel in the in the in the in the team that was missing. And uh we uh uh you know cheered because third division staring us in the face. It would have been it would have been a horror story if it had happened, but uh yeah, um so that's not the best season, but but it still has its excitement. <laughs> even if it even, even it's on the wrong end of uh, of things. Uh, and you could see what happened to poor Ozzy. The, the young guys just, they were playing beautiful football, but their, their defensive nous was just non-existent. And you could see that Kevin could see that by the people he brought in. So there we are.
0: Great review, as always. Very thorough, George. Thank you very much for doing it. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Those Were The Days. Take care, okay. George.
1: see you, Steve.
0: A big thanks to all our sponsors. Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 25 45 25 3. Email inquiries at skipsandbins.com. Website skipsandbins.com. Easy, contract-free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks to Mr. Vicky Sources, Handmade in Cumbria, you can find out more about them from their website, mrbiggies.co.uk or by calling 01768 210 102. Thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the video side of things. And thanks to United Group Travel, UK coach holiday firm based in Mortmouth. There's no strangers on there to us, just people you haven't met yet. They're now taking bookings for 2024. You can call 01670 632 460. O seven nine one triple six four one seven four or O seven nine five seven one four one six five four or go to the website unitedgrouptravel.com Please subscribe to the channel, hit the subscribe button underneath the video today. We still do seven shows a week. Hit the thumb up under the video to like it, it does us a big favor. Click share to share to your other social media and let people know about NUFC Matters. We're also a podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast providers. If you want to help the show financially, you can take out a £25 one-off membership. You get a scarf, a pen, a cup and a membership card. How do you get it? Go to nufcmatters.com, look for membership. If you've got a smartphone, then put your smartphone over the QR code and it will take you straight to that section on the website. We also support the Food Bank on this channel. You can donate to the Food Bank today by going to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk We do support events on this channel as well. If you've got an event, please send it in and we'll promote it. The Time Theatre and Opera House are doing a Keegan, Beardsley and Waddle event, the Class of 84, 25th of January, 2024. Book now by calling 0844-249-1000. And the Tyneside Irish Centre, they're doing an event with Frank Clark and John Gibson on Thursday, December the 7th. You can get tickets from nufcmatters.com and they are priced at £15. There's also some uh, tickets available on Group 1. Don't forget, you can catch me five days a week, Monday to Friday, with Rye, Dave and Daz on the northeast East Footy Breckney Show, 7 till 9, and you can catch us on The Red, The Tune, and The Cat, and on Toon Radio's website. Watch us on the day 330 043 2002, the perfect way to start your day. We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcasting video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you wanna help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at 1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors if you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today <laughs>